Hey, you made it to the third part of our series on taking the emotion out of it, what to do when the results aren't coming. Uh, you may have, hopefully you caught the first two. If not, uh, pause this, go back and watch number one and number two. And number one, we talked about when the results aren't coming, in order to take the emotion out of it, you need to talk to someone. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a mentor or some good counsel, maybe it's a mastermind group or kind of that team effect. Uh, that was um, point one. Uh, point two is focus on your activity, not your results. We defined uh, what activity is. It's income producing activity. We talked about investing more. It seems upside down for what you maybe should do, but it's the right thing to do uh, is invest more. Make it rewarding uh, by giving yourself goals and uh, creating a team. Create a team. You emphasize that. Create a team around you that will help you reach your goals. So now we're on to the final uh, point in this series, and that is diagnose what is wrong by tracking your numbers. Diagnose what is wrong by tracking your numbers. Take the emotion out of it and go back to the math of it. Numbers don't lie. One plus one always equals two. And I think if you're part of the Fitz Group community and you've been around me any amount of time, you know, like, I'm kind of fanatical about it. And... Um, a little nuts. And for the longest time, I said, I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not a numbers guy. And Leslie in our office was like, you got to quit saying that. You're, you may not be an accountant. You may not be an, an, an economist, but you are an absolute numbers guy. You know the numbers of your business and you know uh, that hitting those numbers, the results that it gets. And <clears throat> I wasn't always like that. Matter of fact, I rebelled against math. My mother has a master's in mathematics and she was a teacher growing up. And so there was a lot of red ink in my life growing up. And I didn't want to be a math person, right? Uh, but then I, I started a business, and I realized that if you don't know numbers, then it's going to be a real problem. But, but even bigger than that, if you don't know numbers and don't know your numbers, you're not tracking your numbers, the emotions can just run away. Uh, in the early days, uh, we got started, early days being 1999, uh, got started and uh, had a couple of guys around me that weren't necessarily uh, in my organization. We were friends in the business and kind of helping each other and encouraging one another. We created that team environment. And uh, there's one guy in particular, and uh, we're still friends. I'm not going to call his name out. I was smoking him in personal production. I mean, just from right out of the gates. I was making dials, booking appointments, making sales. I was getting the certificate saying I'm number one. And, uh, and yeah, I printed them myself. But I was getting them. And, uh, but, but then one day, he started crushing me. And just, I mean, smoking me. And uh, my competitive side, my ego, I don't know what it was. I couldn't take it. But I reached out to him and I asked him. So I know it wasn't ego. Because I was like, what? Listen. With all due respect, I was crushing you, and now you're crushing me. Um, what changed for you? What are, what are you doing differently than you were? What are you doing differently than, that I'm not doing? And he's like, Fitz, listen, all I'm doing is like Frank Betcher said in his book, How I Raise Myself from Failure to Success in Selling. All I'm doing is just tracking my numbers. He said, I'm committing to every week making 75 dials. Now, if you're in the financial services industry or you know, oil and gas or something like that, you go, 75 dials in a week? That's like before you have your first coffee break on Monday. But he said, I'm just committed to making 75 dials. I was like, dude, I make 75 dials without a problem. I crush my dials. I make hundreds of dials. He said, prove it. Well, I said, what do you mean, prove it? He said, show me where you made the dials and you got the production. Why am I getting the production? Okay, well then show me where you made the dial. Certainly you're keeping track of that somewhere. No. He said, well, just track it. Just, what's the big deal? So I took the next week and I tracked it. And I sat down for my dial session. I was geared up. I had my coffee and my water and my leads and I'm phone. I'm ready. And I just dialed and dialed and dialed and dialed. And I swear my finger was starting to bleed. It was like a blister that popped over. It was from so much dialing. 
And then I looked down. I was like, man, it's been, whew, it's been hours. And I looked down at my little tick marks I was making on my paper. I made like 30 dials. No kidding. And I was like, oh, my gosh. See, the emotion carried me away. I felt like I was really working. There was just no evidence of the work, mm-hmm. right, other than my emotional state. Mm-hmm. And then I started, that's when I started looking at the numbers. That's when it triggered for me. I started focusing on the numbers, saying it takes me this much to get this. So I'm going to do this much. And some weeks I'm going to get this. And some weeks I'm going to get more than this. And some weeks I'm going to get less than this. But it's going to average. If I do this, I get that. And it worked. And I thank that friend every time I see him for that because it absolutely changed the trajectory of our lives Right. from that piece of advice, tracking the numbers. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about, we just ended the last podcast talking about the power of writing down your goals. Mm. And in a lot of ways, this tracking your numbers, it is simply about writing down because you, you can't lie to yourself when it's right in front of you. Um, what you know this series has really been we've been thinking about specifically talking to people who are sitting at home working at this business and not getting the results they want one afternoon one evening and they go ugh, and they put it down and they walk away mm. and this whole series has been about what are you going to choose to think about what are you going to choose to do in that moment that will actually help tr- project you forward into the results that you want right right and so in this last point that we're talking about is the power of tracking that activity so that you can help diagnose a problem so obviously if you quit and walk away you're never going to diagnose or get where you want but I want to say this that when you do so when you track your numbers like he's saying you maybe you're not getting the results you want as we talked about in a previous podcast you take them to a mentor And that mentor helps you find a problem. They say, you know what? You're actually making a good number of dials. You're just simply not, look, your your connection rate, you're not um, booking enough appointments. Or maybe you're not literally getting people on the phone well enough. And they give you a new strategy of how to get people to actually answer when you call. Mm. Or maybe you're getting the appointment and you're getting in the home, but you're not closing. You're not pulling enough emotion out. You're not asking for the sale. Okay, this is where someone will help you say, this, my friend, is your problem. Well, nobody wants to know that they have a problem. But don't you know, when you know you have a problem (laughs) and you find a solution, all of a sudden you feel excited and energized again. So I want to talk to you about when you are willing to put yourself through the process of tracking your numbers so that you can diagnose the problem, there will be a renewed energy towards your activity and excitement on the other side. When you know, see the problem is, I think, you know, if you think about in life, when, when you know you have a problem, but you just don't know what the enemy is, it's a, that's where we tend to get, um, we tend to be most discouraged. But when we can identify what the enemy is and how to overcome it, we feel much more empowered to overcome it. Mm. So there's so much um, to be said for going through the process of tracking your numbers to help you identify what the problem is that's keeping you from your results. But I want to also make this point. It's that you, he says all the time, you cannot steer a parked car. Mm. So the real secret is you just have to keep going and um, you have to choose to look at failure 
as the process to finding those right strategies. Oh yeah. Everyone who's been successful in sales, in, and especially in our industry, has had to go through failure and choose to reframe that failure as a win. Yeah. To go, you know what, I didn't win today in that I didn't get the result and write the check and turn that in. But I did win today because I chose to learn a lesson. But it's how you learn. It's, 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 that is the strategy towards getting towards the, that is the way that you get towards those right strategies. I, I feel like I'm, I'm maybe talking around what I'm trying to say, but, but here's the thing is people quit. They quit. They get disappointing results and they quit. But you will never get to the results you want if you quit. And the only way to not quit is to recognize that every action you're taking, whether it's a success or a failure, is a step forward. So keep moving forward. Keep moving through until you're able to find the right strategies that are getting you the results that you want. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just continuing on this, this thought process of tracking your numbers. And a lot of times, you know, we, we do conferences. We, we, the Fitz Group, does, you know, we do one, a couple of them a year. Uh, on a national level, we have a couple that we attend. And people are always asking me, you know, when I, when I go to this conference, I want to talk to the top producers. I want to talk to the top builders. What do I ask them? What do I say to them? What do I, what, what do I want to know? So track your numbers. When you track your numbers, you know where you're deficient. And, and when you know where you're deficient, you can go to somebody and say, hey, I suck at, I'm good at getting people on the phone to the point of, I, I mean, I, I talk to, you know, 20% of the people I dial, I actually answer the phone, I'm talking to them, okay? And then, and then of the people I'm talking to, I'm booking 70% of those into an appointment. This is how you're framing this to somebody you're talking to. But, but I have like a 30% show rate. 70% of the appointments I, I book don't show. Mm. Mr. Top Producer, What's your number? What's right. your show rate? That's a key, a key question. I don't want to take advice from Mr. Producer and Mrs. Producer if, um, if their show rate is worse than mine, <laughs> right? But what is, how many, what's your no-show rate? How many, how many people no-show you? And, oh, man, like 20% of my appointments no-show me. Okay, that's way better than mine. What do you think you do to get people to show for the appointment? What, what are some of the key things you say on the phone when you're booking the appointment to get them to show? Mm -hmm. And just like that, because you tracked your numbers, you know the questions to ask. Mm -hmm. And the quality of your life is dictated oftentimes by the quality of questions that you ask, because that is what's going to get you the information and those strategies that you need to get where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. And um, if you don't know the questions to ask, it, you're just lucky if you ask the right ones. Right. Tracking your numbers can help you make sure you're asking the right questions. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's always interesting. It's, it's if we knew the end result, if we knew that we were going to win no matter what, yeah. we would go through anything. Yeah. You know, the question always comes back to us doubting whether or not we'll win. But I think we've given, hopefully given those of you listening to us over the last few weeks, lots of strategies and tips of how to keep going and stay in the good fight. Because we have tons of examples of success around here in the Fitz group mm. um, of people who have who stayed in the good fight and um, allowed themselves to not let their emotion take them off course, but instead they stuck to the activity, doing the right things until they got the results that they were looking for. Yep. 
You know, uh, inside the Fitz Group community, we do have uh, trackers that we put in place, spreadsheets that we use that, uh, that you're welcome to. Um, so if you would like to get that, if you don't have your hands on that, shoot me an email, fitz at fitzgroup.org. That's F-I-T-Z at F-I-T-Z-G-R-O-U-P dot O-R-G, not dot com, dot O-R-G. Shoot me an email and say, hey, I'd love to get my hands on that uh, spreadsheet, that activity tracker you're talking about, Fitz, and I'd love to share it with you. That said, I think we're done. Yeah. Hey, now that you know, you, you know. know.